If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm Steve Ducey, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, August 4th, I'm Jeff Manasso in the life expectancy of our American veterans who are homeless at crisis levels. We have to find unique ways to tackle this problem because at this point, uh, throwing more money at it, uh, while important, hasn't solved the problem yet. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. The government and politicians constantly say they support giving our veterans more help, but it's private organizations that are doing much of the heavy lifting amid a study that shows many homeless veterans won't see the age of 50. Mission Roll Call is an organization, and our number one priority is veteran suicide prevention. We're speaking today with Cole Lyle, U.S. Marine Corps veteran and executive director of Mission Roll Call. We're an advocacy organization. We've got about 1.4 million veterans and supporters opted into our digital advocacy network where Congress, the VA, the White House proposes some policy change. And we poll the veteran community about what they, they think about that policy and provide that feedback to the policymakers. Suicide prevention is the number one issue because it's routinely the number one issue to veterans in the community. But it's such a complicated problem that we have the ability to discuss and to tackle a multitude of different sub-issues like homelessness and unemployment can be big drivers to suicide. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, what we do and why you know we pay attention and get involved in a, in a policy way um, on this issue. So 47 years old, the life expectancy of a homeless veteran here in the U.S. is, is what the numbers are. And I would imagine adding you know, suffering a decline in mental and physical health, lack of access to nutrition and hygiene. You mentioned suicide, the biggest one, but also increased exposure to being victims of, of violence. It's a horrible life. What are some of the unique struggles that homeless veterans face, perhaps as opposed to anyone else? There are a multitude of resources by four different federal agencies, not just the VA, but the Department of Labor, Housing and Urban Development, the Department of Agriculture, uh, 10 different programs that the United States government has funded roughly $50 billion into uh, specifically for veterans since 2005. We've thrown a lot of money at this, but oftentimes, you know, it is less about the resources that exist and more about the outreach because a lot of these veterans get out and they have their support system ripped away from them very quickly. 
and find themselves, a lot of them have uh, some substance abuse issues, have some mental health diagnosis that make it hard for these resources to find them. And of course, you know, if the VA or other organizations, if they're not plugged into local nonprofits that can kind of shepherd them to help for these resources, it becomes, uh, you know, a double-edged sword. So as you know, the, um, the Congress passed last year the PACT Act, which the study that recently came out said that obviously veterans have a, a much shorter life expectancy and a higher predilection of cancers. And a lot of that probably can be tied to exposures in Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, Agent Orange, and then obviously just being out you know, in the community without stable housing, uh, they get exposed to other you know, toxic issues, uh, toxic substances. So unfortunately, it doesn't surprise me, the study that just came out. It is pretty intuitive based on all the data we have about homeless veterans, but we have to find unique ways to tackle this problem because at this point, throwing more money at it, while important, hasn't solved the problem yet. So we can't anticipate that to solve it in the future. Yeah, and I love how when changes are made, you know, via Congress, via the president, via the VA, that you, know, you poll your uh, one million plus veterans involved in your organization to see how how that's going to work or if that's acceptable or, or, or if, yeah. if, if it's feasible or viable. And I think that's a powerful voice. What do you need from Congress? from the president, from the VA? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is the Commander John Scott Hannon Act that passed in 2020 included in it a couple hundred million dollars of funding what are known as the Parker Gordon Fox grants. And these grants are provided directly to organizations on the ground across the country, not just doing homelessness intervention, but healthcare, anything suicide prevention related which, as I mentioned earlier, can be a multitude of things. I think Congress needs to increase this level of funding because, unfortunately, less than 50 percent of veterans in the country actually are enrolled in VA health care and even less use it on a regular basis. That's half the veterans out of 16.4 million in the country that have no touch point with the VA. And the VA, you know, maybe they don't use the VA because they have private health insurance, but maybe they had one bad experience and they decided they didn't want to use it anymore. Or maybe it was, you know, they don't believe the VA can help them. But leveraging these community organizations that have touch points in the veteran community on the ground is super important to identify at-risk veterans, homeless veterans, and to ensure that they are at least aware of these resources that are available to them in the VA and outside of the VA. So outreach is key. More funding for those uh, grants, I think, is the biggest thing. And then, you know, news broke yesterday or today that uh, the VA itself is going to deploy 25 mobile medical centers to cities across the United States over the next six months in an effort to boost homelessness prevention efforts and to make sure that they can get services such as primary care, mental health assistance, and telehealth services. I love this approach, and I think more things like this uh, can be key and instrumental. The one big thing that I think just needs to frankly change in the way we approach this issue is that some of the funding through what are called HUDVASH, the Housing Urban Development VA Assistance for Homelessness grants that are provided directly to landlords, there's little incentive for these landlords who get some of this funding to permanently fix the problem since veterans getting into permanent housing from temporary housing means that they would lose federal funding. So we need to maybe find a more creative incentive for you know, some of these people on the ground to make sure 
that we're incentivizing that they get into permanent housing, not frictional or temporary housing. We've been speaking to Cole Lyle, executive director of Mission Roll Call, who's made it his mission to help veterans overcome crisis. More after this. Yeah, and that's where maybe some of our, our nation's leaders could come into play. And perhaps the question to them would be, if you knew you only had 47 years to live, what would you do? Yeah, I, I mean, this this problem is heartbreaking because it is robbing communities of a resource that, given the opportunity to thrive, could do that and continue serving their communities, their families uh, across the country. There's so many communities that are losing out on a demographic of people who are you know, have a heart to serve. They want to, to, to serve something greater than themselves. They've got skills. They've got intangible and tangible skills. So it, it is really, really heartbreaking. But we're doing the best we can to try to advocate for these sensible policies and to help organizations on the ground that are in the fight. How did Mission Roll Call get started? Uh, it was several years ago. As I mentioned earlier in the interview, less than 50% of veterans are enrolled in VA and use VA health care. They're, uh, they, they're not involved with an American Legion. They're not involved in uh, a VFW. And we wanted to create an organization that required very little involvement, didn't necessarily require going to um, a, a physical post uh, to make your voice heard in Washington, D.C., on policy that would potentially affect them nationwide. So if you go to missionrollcall.org, you can opt in for the text and email polls. It'll, it'll ask you to describe your, your service in the military, you know, which branch you sure served in, what was your rank, how long did you serve. And we're able to uh, poll veterans nationally, but if we visit certain areas of the country, we can poll local veterans on you know, issues within their community and take that to local policymakers and state policymakers. So we really just wanted to provide a direct voice for veterans because some of the advocacy organizations, if you're the individual veteran and you show up to a post and you have an idea, the post has to vote on the resolution and then it has to get through the state conventions and the national conventions before it's adopted and formally presented to Congress. This cuts all of that out and just gives them a direct line to policymakers. And we felt that was really important. One of the things that I think people like about your organization, Cole, is that unlike so many others, Mission Roll Call doesn't have a political stake in the game. You just want results for veterans. What can your average citizen do to, to help change that, that's so so needed? Well, I, you know, there's a, there's a saying, yes, we are um, um, nonpartisan uh, there's a saying, all politics are local, right? And I always urge people that want to help, um, you know, our organization, you can go to missionrollcall.org. You don't have to be a veteran to sign up for the polls. Um, some of them are veteran only focused, but uh, some of them are not. And you can make your voice heard there on policy uh, for veterans. But in your local community, just get involved in an organization that is doing good work in your local community. 67% of uh, Gen Z does not know somebody on active duty or a veteran. You know, it's a, it's a little bit, you know, less in the millennial generation, but we really need our young people to get involved in these organizations to support veterans in their communities and to support families of uh, service members and, and veterans I think that is the most clear answer that I give everybody is find an organization that's doing good work in your community and just help how you can. If you can donate, donate. If you can get involved and volunteer, do that. Meet a veteran, talk about their story, 
because the only way that, that we're really going to make change is to put in the work ourselves and to honor their legacy is by remembering their stories. Mission Roll Call, a nonpartisan movement providing veterans with a powerful, unified voice that is heard by our nation's leaders and communities. Executive Director Cole Lyle, thank you for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.